The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive is winding down. Today is the final day, so if you haven't done so already, call 877 or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, November 10th, 2023, Friday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Leo the Great. He was elected Pope in 440 and worked tirelessly as Peter's successor, guiding his fellow bishops as equals in the episcopacy and infirmities. Leo is known as one of the best administrative popes of the ancient church. He worked at length to control the heresies of Pelagianism, Manichaeism, and others. He wrote a classic letter setting down the church's teaching on the two natures of Christ. With strong faith, he also led the defense of Rome against barbarian attack, taking the role of peacemaker. It said that Leo's true significance rests in his doctrinal insistence on the mysteries of Christ and the church and in the supernatural charisms of the spiritual life given to humanity in Christ and in his body, the church. St. Leo the Great died November 10th, 461. St. Leo the Great, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we pray for the Holy Father as he fulfills his mission. May he continue to accompany the flock entrusted to him with the help of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today, November 10th, we have the Memorial of Saint Leo the Great. Actually, Pope Leo I. He died on the 10th of November of 461 as Pope. And He was the first of the popes to be called great. What an amazing thing. That What did he do in his lifetime? Well, he was a very magnanimous person. Lord, let's hear from your gospel about another type of man, perhaps a much smaller soul. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do, now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, 
and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of olive oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another he said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. So here we have two personages. One, Pope Leo the Great, and another, this unnamed person, lost to history, if he ever really existed, out of a parable. What are we to think? Yes, we can't all be famous. We can't all be great. We can't all be Pope. But in our own way, with grace in our faith life, we can and must be magnanimous, as we're called to be another Christ. And Christ had a big soul, a big heart, sacred. It seems, however, that magnanimity is a forgotten virtue, a lost virtue. What is it, anyway? Well, the philosopher Joseph Pieper exclaims, Magnanimity, a much forgotten virtue, is the aspiration of the spirit to great things, while humility is the protective barrier and restraining wall of this impulse. Humility reminds us of the inexpressible distance between creator and creature. But truly we need magnanimity to help us to recognize and decide in favor of what is, at any given moment, the greater possibility of the human potentiality for being. Magnanimity comes from the parts of the word magna, large, big, and animus, soul or spirit. What is greatness of soul? What would it mean to have greatness of soul? Lord, in your presence I ask it of myself, and I'm thinking if I asked it of other people, what would they say? They probably would not know what to say. Aristotle called magnanimity the crown of all the virtues. Writer offers to us this definition, focused on great and honorable things, the greatness of soul person ignores petty slights and insults, and is too high-minded to bother lashing out or holding grudges. Once I offer this definition, most people realize that what seemed like a trivia question isn't trivial at all. Blank faces take on expressions of surprise. Some people appear suddenly to sense the loss of this virtue, like the aching of a phantom limb. Lord, it seems our politics are so petty today. World national, local, so petty, so much bickering and polarized action. And day-to-day people seem to be so much calling for their rights and not for the generosity to fulfill obligations and service. Lord, in your parable, the steward, the unjust steward, is pretty wise in dealing with his own generation, the worldly generation. And look at him. He sees how he can land safely how his craftiness can lead him to still being able to eat well. Lord, help me to continue to look heavenward. Help me to continue to understand that I'm a child of the light, that I'm a child of God, called to be another Christ. 
This is another way to look at people, the way that you did, to see the poor, the sick, the lame, the lonely, to see those who need the faith, who need to be instructed, to be understood and served. How many times do I hear a prayer of the faithful at Mass? And Lord, are you sending your Spirit to me, asking how I could be involved in one or many of these intentions? How I could be one to be active through the Holy Spirit? I think again of today's great saint, St. Leo the Great. One of the things that made him a doctor of the Church, besides the many letters that survived till our day, over 50, is the Tome of St. Leo, it is called. This tome was sent to the Council of Chalcedon in order to be read there to defend the true nature of the doctrine of Christ, true God, true man, unmixed in natures. Lord, you gave him that papal grace to give good doctrine, to say, For when God is believed to be both Almighty and Father, it is proved that the Son is everlasting together with himself, differing in nothing from the Father, because he was born as God from God, Almighty from Almighty, co-eternal from eternal, not later in time, not inferior in power, not unlike him in glory, not divided from him in essence, but the same only begotten and everlasting Son of an everlasting parent, was born of the Holy Ghost and the Virgin Mary. This birth in time in no way detracted from, in no way added to, that divine and everlasting birth, but expended itself wholly in the work of restoring man who had been deceived, so that it might both overcome death and by its power destroy the devil who had the power of death. Lord, your great descent among us to effect the incarnation, what an amazing thing. I thank you for it. Perhaps this is the way to ignite my greatness of soul when I look upon you, how great you are, Lord, how great you are. And I thank you first, and I thank you profusely for your great humility, this emptying of yourself. But humility is not opposed to greatness of soul. And boy, the Holy Spirit is great as well. And you ask us to have this spirit dwelling in us, to have this greatness of vision as well. Many heresies and lack of understanding was crushed by the grace you gave to St. Leo the Great to say so much about you, Lord, so well about you. Give me the grace on my tongue, in my own way, to say great things about you, to deal with others, not in that human and secularist way, of the people of this generation, but let me be a child of the light and speak of you well, by how I live, by what I say, by the virtues I seek. Give me the courage of Pope Leo the Great. The year 452, he went up to the northern part of Italy to meet that conqueror of the age, Attila the Hun, and his army, and there reasoned with him, prayed. There's a fresco by Raphael that seems to catch the scene. But there, Lord, you had him face this great army and this great leader and turn him back. Certainly, Lord, you grant me smaller battles than those, but grant me great grace anyway, great grace of courage, that in the greatness of soul I might serve wherever it is needed. Most of my moments to spend this grace you will send will be in little heroic moments. Let me not be too old to dig deep into my interior life, 
Let me not be afraid, ashamed to beg graces of you, Lord, to be supernatural. Perhaps many of you, dear listeners, were there to hear the shouts at, at the funeral of Pope John Paul II, Santo Subito, Santo Subito, and they would call him John Paul the Great. I believe myself that this appellation of great will stick the test of time. But Lord, help me to be great in your eyes and the eyes of the saints as we think of the communion of the saints this November. They're cheering me on and all of us on. We may be great in sanctity. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll pray with the whole church in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Good morning. Thanks, as always, for being with us here on Daybreak. Paul, coming up in just a minute with more Daybreak to get your way, your day uh, squared away, starting with prayer, starting with prayer in a, a deeper way to get in touch with our faith. A great way to start the day. Another great way to start this day is to help it be a great day for the final day of our Relevant Radio Fall. Join the family pledge drive. It's all over at 5 p.m. Central this afternoon when Drew just droops off the table having given it his all, encouraging you to give down to the wire. It's how it always goes, but right now we have a 100% match. So your gift that you provide us with now goes to the same place that you give to Drew at 4.30 in the afternoon. Inviting you to do that, take advantage of a 100% match. Give with a partnership challenge backing you right now. Give online at relevantradio.com. Give on the mobile app or give at 877-291-0123. Final day, need your help. Remind your friends, pray for us, and do give. Thanks for doing your best for Relevant Radio. Love to have you along. Love to have you part of the family. You know, your support helps us meet the quarterly cost to stay on the air. If Relevant Radio means something to you, then consider the costs of keeping uh, over a hundred, what is it near, 200 radio stations on the air and following all of the rules and regulations of the FCC in order to do that and do it legally. We have to paint towers regularly. We have to do a lot of paperwork from time to time. It's only possible because of your help. So give us a call and pledge now. 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Or if you'd like to make a recurring gift, an automatically recurring gift, just tell the operator when you call. Of course, you can still pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Please do it now and join the family. On the memorial of Pope St. Leo the Great, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come, 
come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea; it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, "They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways." So I swore in my anger, "They shall not enter into my rest." Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning. Is now and will be forever, Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Oh God.
Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly, my sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me, Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be dismayed through me. God of Israel. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in mourning, They make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst and they gave me vinegar. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion, for consolers, not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. 
In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Seek the Lord, and you will live. As for me, in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather, through the contemplation of his wounds, make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord and and you will live. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the second book of Maccabees, after the feast called Pentecost, Judas and his followers lost no time in marching against Gorgias, governor of Idumea, who opposed them with 3,000 foot soldiers and 400 horsemen. In the ensuing battle, a few of the Jews were slain. A man called Dositheus, a powerful horseman and one of Bensonor's men, caught hold of Gorgias, grasped his military cloak, and dragged him along by main strength, intending to capture the vile wretch alive, when a Thracian horseman attacked Dorotheus, cut off his arm at the shoulder. Then Gorgias fled to Marissa. After, Esdras and his men had been fighting for a long time and were weary. Judas came upon the Lord to show himself their ally and leader in the battle. Then raising a battle cry in his ancestral language, and with songs, he charged Gorgias' men when they were not expecting it and put them to flight. Judas rallied his army and went to the city of Adullam. As the week was ending, they purified themselves according to custom and kept the Sabbath there. On the following day, since the task had now become urgent, Judas and his men went to gather up the bodies of the slain and bury them with their kinsmen in their ancestral tombs. But under the tunic of each of the dead 
they found amulets sacred to the idols of Jamnia, which the law forbids the Jews to wear. So it was clear to all that this is why these men had been slain. They all therefore praised the ways of the Lord, the just judge who brings to light the things that are hidden. Turning to supplication, they prayed that the sinful deed might be fully blotted out. The noble Judas warned the soldiers to keep themselves free from sin, for they had seen with their own eyes what had happened because of the sin of those who had fallen. He then took up a collection among all his soldiers, amounting to two thousand silver drachmas, which he sent to Jerusalem to provide for an expiatory sacrifice. In doing this, he acted in a very excellent and noble way, inasmuch as he had had the resurrection of the dead in view. For if he were not expecting the falling to rise again, it would have been useless and foolish to pray for them in death. But if he did this with a view to the splendid reward that awaits those who had gone to rest in godliness, it was a holy and pious thought. Thus he made atonement for the dead, that they might be freed from this sin. The Word of the Lord. There are some who have died a godly death. They They shall shall receive receive the splendid reward which which awaits awaits them. them. It is a holy and pious thought to make atonement for the dead so that they might be freed from their sins. They They shall receive the splendid reward which which awaits awaits them. them. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Although the universal Church of God is constituted of distinct orders of members, still, in spite of the many parts of its holy body, the Church subsists as an integral whole, just as the Apostle says, we are all one in Christ. Nor is anyone separated from the office of another in such a way that a lower group has no connection with the head. In the unity of faith and baptism, our community is then undivided. There is a common dignity, as the Apostle Peter says in these words, and you are built up as living stones into spiritual houses, a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices which are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And again, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of election. For all, regenerated in Christ, are made kings by the sign of the cross. They are consecrated priests by the oil of the Holy Spirit so that beyond the special service of our ministry as priests, all spiritual and mature Christians know that they are a royal race and are sharers in the office of the priesthood. For what is more kinglike than to find yourself ruler over your body after having surrendered your soul to God? And what is more priestly than to promise the Lord a pure conscience and to offer Him in love unblemished victims on the altar of one's heart. Because, through the grace of God, it is a deed accomplished universally on behalf of all, it is altogether praiseworthy and in keeping with a religious attitude for you to rejoice in this our day of consecration, to consider it a day when we are especially honored. For indeed, one sacramental priesthood 
is celebrated throughout the entire body of the Church. The oil which consecrates us has richer effects in the higher grades, yet it is not sparingly given in the lower. Sharing in this office, my dear brethren, we have solid ground for a common rejoicing, yet there will be more genuine and excellent reason for joy if you do not dwell on the thought of our unworthiness. It is more helpful and more suitable to turn your thoughts to study the glory of the blessed Apostle Peter. We should celebrate this day above all in honor of him. He overflowed with abundant riches from the very source of all graces. Yet though he alone received much, nothing was given over to him without his sharing it. The Word made flesh lived among us, and in redeeming the whole human race, Christ gave himself entirely. Jesus said to Simon, I tell you most solemnly that you are Peter, and I will build my church upon this rock foundation. And the the powers powers of of hell will never overcome it. For all eternity, God's church stands firm. And And the powers powers of hell will never overcome it. Let us pray. O God, who never allow the gates of hell to prevail against your church, firmly founded in the apostolic rock, grant her, we pray, that through the intercessions of Pope St. Leo, she may stand firm in your truth and know the protection of lasting peace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord tells a parable about a steward about to be fired who starts making plans. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. All right, this is it. It's the final day of the Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive. We're asking you to join the family. We want you to become an active participant in Relevant Radio, in the ongoing evangelization. Becoming part of the Relevant Radio family means that we pray for each other, we help each other, we laugh together, sometimes cry together, and it's all good. So please, call now with your pledge, 877-291-0123, that's 877-291-0123, or you can pledge online, safe and secure, quick and easy, at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Your support helps us to meet the quarterly needs to stay on the air and to keep all those podcasts going. It's only done with your help. So call now with your pledge, 877-291-0123. that great famous phone number. You might want to try that out. Just make sure it's still working. You know, there's that, that special tingle on the, the latter part of a pledge drive on the phone line, too. I think so many like to try that out. But more and more folks give electronically each and every pledge drive. You can try that, too. It's RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Just literally less than two minutes to do that. We know you're busy this time of day trying to get your day started. Relevant Radio, happy to be here, happy to help you out, happy to really help make a difference in your life. The fruit of Relevant Radio, we've been leading folks back to Christ for over 20 years right now, into church, 
back to the sacraments, all kinds of good things, equipping you to teach your family about the faith, to share your faith with others, to help you improve your relationship with God and with others. That's what we're about here at Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media, your favorite media here. Thanks for joining us on the radio this morning and on the phone at 877-291-0123. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the memorial of Pope St. Leo the Great, November 10th, 2023, I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the dishonest steward from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus also said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a steward, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his goods. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your stewardship, for you can no longer be steward. And the steward said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the stewardship away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that people may receive me into their houses when I am put out of the stewardship. So, summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. And then he said to another, And how much do you owe? He said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write 80. The master commended the dishonest steward for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's November a time when we especially remember our departed loved ones and we pray for them and for all of the souls in purgatory. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. During this month of November, the Church acts like the good mother she is by directing many suffrages to God for the souls in purgatory. She invites us to pray about the meaning of our life in the light of eternity. The liturgy reminds us that the souls in purgatory eagerly await this work of charity engaged in by their brothers and sisters on earth. These prayers can help to shorten a soul's time of purification. We see, therefore, that death does not undo the bonds of Christian community. As a matter of fact, death can serve to perfect those bonds. Union with Christ is stronger than any physical separation. The Holy Spirit binds all Christians together. The love and fidelity of the church on earth wins joy and relief for those souls who long to enter into eternal bliss. This stream of charity rises up to the benefit of the souls in purgatory even when we are distracted. Yet when we make sure to direct these prayers for this intention, we can work an even greater good. The second book of the Maccabees recounts a great battle in which the Israelites were victorious over the Edomians thanks to God's assistance. 
On the following day, Judas Maccabeus ordered that his fallen soldiers were to be brought back to be buried with their kinsmen. It was thereupon discovered, however, that under the tunic of every one of the dead they found sacred tokens of the idols of Jamnia, which the law forbids the Jews to wear. And it became clear to all that this was why these men had fallen. So they all blessed the ways of the Lord, the righteous judge, who reveals the things that are hidden, and they turned to prayer. Judas took up a collection and received two thousand drachmas of silver, which he sent to Jerusalem to provide for a sin offering. The inspired author concludes, In doing this, he acted very well and honorably, taking account of the resurrection. For if he were not expecting that those who had fallen would rise again, it would have been superfluous and foolish to pray for the dead. But if he was looking to the splendid reward that is laid up for those who fall asleep in godliness, it was a holy and pious thought. Therefore he made atonement for the dead, that they might be delivered from their sin. The Second Vatican Council has declared, fully conscious of this communion of the whole mystical body of Jesus Christ, the pilgrim church from the very first ages of the Christian religion has cultivated with great piety the memory of the dead. And because it is a holy and wholesome thought to pray for the dead that they may be loosed from their sins, also offers suffrages for them. As St. Ephraim, an early doctor of the church, has observed, if the army of Maccabeus was able to expiate the sins of their fallen comrades, imagine how much more supernatural good is done by the priests of the sun through their prayers and holy offerings. The first Christians were so accustomed to praying for the dead that this feature was soon included in the Holy Mass. Accordingly, we read in the first Eucharistic prayer, Remember, Lord, those who have died and have gone before us marked with the sign of faith, especially those for whom we pray now. May these and all who sleep in Christ find in your presence light, happiness, and peace. In the second Eucharistic prayer, we have this petition. Remember our brothers and sisters who have gone to their rest in the hope of rising again. Bring them and all the departed into the light of your presence. This prayer for the suffering church in purgatory seems to have come down to us from the Roman liturgy to judge by some of the expressions used in the Latin text. The opening words of some of these can be seen in inscriptions on tombs in the catacombs. With the sign of the faith, in the sleep of the just, a place of refreshment. These and similar expressions are found in the catacombs of Priscilla, and in the accounts of the martyrdom of saints Perpetua and Felicity. This teaching, that we the living have the power to intercede for the dead, has always been held by believers. It was solemnly declared a truth of the faith by the Second General Council of Lyon in 1274. Let us take advantage of today's time of meditation to pray for the souls of the faithful departed, souls that continue to depend on our assistance, let us examine the quality of our prayer for these souls. We should remember that this is a wonderful work of mercy that is most pleasing to the Lord. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you will find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying now on this memorial of Pope St. Leo the Great. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. 
Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Jesus, our By my sin. Have pity on me, O Lord. You alone I have grieved by my sin. Have pity on me, O Lord. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. 
a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. You alone I have have grieved by by my sin. sin. Have Have pity pity on me, O Lord. Lord. Truly we know our offences, Lord, for we have sinned against you. Truly we know our offences, Lord, for we have sinned against you. Let my eyes stream with tears day and night without rest over the great destruction which overwhelms the virgin daughter of my people over her incurable wound. If I walk out into the field, look, though slain by the sword. If I enter the city, look, those consumed by hunger. Even the prophet and the priest forage in a land they know not. Have you cast Judah off completely? Is Zion loathsome to you? Why have you struck us a blow that cannot be healed? We wait for peace to no avail, for a time of healing. But terror comes instead. We recognize, O Lord, our wickedness, the guilt of our fathers, that we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, 
spurn us not, disgrace not the throne of your glory, remember your covenant with us, and break it not. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and 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 will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Truly we know our offences, Lord, for we have sinned against you. The Lord is God, we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The Lord is God, we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God devoted to us as a Father, you created us as a sign of your power, and elected us, your people, to show your goodness. Accept the thanks your children offer that all men may enter your courts, praising you in song. The Lord is God, we are his people, the flock he shepherds. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the The wisdom wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Strengthened by Christ, blessed Peter, has remained steadfast as a rock in his guidance of the church. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Strengthened by Christ, Blessed Peter has remained steadfast as a rock in his guidance of the Church. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who never allow the gates of hell to prevail against your church, firmly founded in the apostolic rock, grant her, we pray, that through the intercessions of Pope St. Leo, she may stand firm in your truth and know the protection of lasting peace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive kicks into high gear in just a couple of minutes. Call with your pledge at 877-291-0123. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you Sunday morning at 4 a.m. or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 
10 minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.